0: hello beloved welcome to the christ mind podcast with your host aka ad rose aka lexi where we come together to shape our minds to become more like christ i'm so happy to have you here with me today thank you for allowing me to um flood your mind with some um knowledge of god and some wisdom i pray that the week that we haven't talked to each other that you have been well um and yes this video is going to be most likely a long one it might even be a two-parter um i found this really amazing article um that really really truly dissected the gifts of god and um and the gifts that god gives us and 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 what he's um what he's asked us to use them for and yeah that's a lot of explaining because i really truly want you guys to understand what the gifts are at their true core and how to discern whether your fellow christian brother and sister are using their gifts right or not and so and that takes explaining and that's not something that will be said in just five sentences and then move on um there's multiple things that need to be covered so with that being said i'm going to start for the last three weeks we have been untangling our pride the victimization we tend to crawl into and realizing the true battle we face is the battle within our minds that's a lot of work that we will need to be constantly working on you can easily get um overwhelmed if you don't understand that all that is that all the suffering um, that we're experiencing is building muscles that help us grow stronger in the gifts that God has given us. You are called forward to fight the good fight within these gifts, um, or with these gifts, sorry, and they are tools for us. So that's what we'll be discussing today. <laughs> I felt that I read that so weird, so I apologize. But yes, that is what we're going to be discussing as you can tell from the t- uh, title you are called we are all called to do something for god in his kingdom and his and in for his people and no one is subjected to that no one is not just like just he just made just to make no he made you for a purpose and um these gifts are a part of that purpose and to spread these gifts and to give out and these gifts help us and they're all rooted with god and um have full authority by the spirit never never us we're never in an authority in those moments when we're expressing god's gifts at least we shouldn't um so yeah i'm gonna pray and then we're gonna jump in in the name of the father son and the holy spirit Hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed are thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil amen dear god thank you so much for bringing me here today with these lovely souls to be able to truly um teach your word in the best of my ability i thank you for allowing me to just be here and for the responsibility that comes with this and help me always try to fight um my flesh so i that i can be better for the people that i'm teaching father always and that i am spreading my gifts out um with true pure intentions that are rooted in your love and rooting in you father I pray over their souls, I pray over their minds, I pray over their spirits, I pray over us in this moment together that as we gather together we're truly in tune with you, that any judgment, any weird thoughts, any um, con- condemnation that may be placed in these moments that we flee in the name of Jesus because in this moment we want to just be listeners and guiders and teachers and just be with each other and just be in union like you have always asked us to be. And so, I just pray over today, just use me, God, in any way you need to use me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, so according to dictionary, gifts mean, the word gift, not gifts, gift, means something given voluntarily without payment in return as to show favor towards someone honor an occasion or make a gesture of assistance or it's a special ability or capacity it's a or a natural talent god gave us these gifts with no expectation of receiving anything in return when you start to communicate with the holy spirit you have this access to being able to spread your natural gifts God has given you and so I thought this was like again really convenient and with the order about what we're doing in this UR series is that we know we've been talking about a lot and you know there needs to be some encouragement here encouragement and so i and i'm these last two episodes that we're going to be going over um they are encouragement because they just show us the power of him and they you know they show us our general purpose in these episodes um in this episode and in the last and the episode to come ahead which is the last episode. So I have it broken down in two parts. I have it broken down in God's gifts that are to us and also God's gifts that are in us. So the first one is God's gifts that are to us, and that um, is the Holy Spirit. Uh, the article I got all this, all of this from is from a website um, I'm going to just spell it out, D-I-O-L-A-F dot org. And I realized I didn't write the title, which is not good. But that's the website. Most of this stuff is from this website, is from this article. Because it was absolutely amazing and iconic. So, yeah. So, let's go into it. So, as, as I said, it the ultimate gift that God gave to us is thy holy spirit and within the holy spirit um which which how you're most likely asking wait how did we even get the holy spirit the holy spirit has always been around even in the old testament you know lord of the spirit um the spirit of the lord he he's always been around you know the trinity it's god the son and the spirit holy spirit and they've always been united and they've always been in one and he's always been a here he's a person the holy spirit and so it's not like he just came one day but the most significant like when his purpose really truly um sprouted i guess i hope that's a good word um was in john 14 18 through 31 where jesus gifts us and tells us about the holy spirit and how he's going to um guide us um the holy spirit is poured out in fullness in our baptism they are freely given to us so um like the uh gifts of the holy spirit they're freely given to us um so we will fulfill the god-given purpose of our lives so the holy spirit has seven seven gifts that he gives us and his purpose of why jesus gifted us with him um the holy spirit is very important it is just because it's like one two three just because he's at the quote-unquote bottom doesn't mean he's less significant than jesus or god he's as significant um if anything um jesus says himself that You can blast, you know, you can talk about him badly, Jesus. You can talk about God badly. But when you blasphemize the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that is a sin that it will not be forgiven. So that's how important the Holy Spirit is is that when you blasphemize him, when you speak in blasphemy towards him, when you um, deny him, deny the Spirit, that is a sin that will not be forgiven in in heaven. So. Whoa. So I'm going to go over the 7, which is wisdom, understanding, uh counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, which is love, um, and fear of the Lord. Today I will not be going in scripture in the sense of reading scripture to you, but I will be giving you scripture regardless. Um, but I just will not be reading it for the lack of time. Um, i mean for the sake of time uh but yeah so write down if you're taking your notes because remember no takers are history makers um make sure you are writing these verses down so that you can go back and see it for yourself in scripture so the first one is wisdom wisdom the gift of wisdom by the holy spirit is an understanding in our inner being which enables us to see god's viewpoint and vision of the world it helps us grow the ability to make judgments in all areas of our relationships with the lord and his love you can find that in james 3 13 through 18 which means james chapter 3 verse 13 through verse 18. And you can also find that in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Again, wisdom is this understanding in our, in our inner um, being. It helps, like, I mean, what I'm giving to you, the wisdom, the, this whole podcast is the is the gift of the wisdom that the Holy Spirit has given me. I would have, I, I do not know what I'm saying if I don't have the Holy Spirit with me. I cannot give you anything that is worth taking on worth taking with you after this if i didn't have the holy spirit giving me the gift of wisdom because i am just a human being that again is going through the same things as you i'm not subjected from those things and the only reason why i'm able to sh- give you advice and give you lessons and give you some some encouragement and growth is because of this gift of the holy spirit Number two, understanding, enlightenment of our minds and hearts. Sorry, the gift, the second gift is understanding. And that is the gift of enlightenment of our minds and our hearts with divine truth so that we can grasp grasp the memories or the mysteries of the Lord. Um, It helps us see him more deeply and helps us read the Bible and understand, um, understand it. So this gift of understanding from the Holy Spirit is how we're able to interpret the Bible. It's how we're able to really understand that he's a true God. I mean, we can't see God. We can't feel God, really. But we can, well, I guess we can feel him. I guess, yeah, I guess we can't see him. We can't hear him. But there's just this feeling within that we just know and we just understand and we can explain it and that's why it's a gift um you can find that in jeremiah chapter 33 um verse 3 and also first john chapter 5 through 20 and number three is uh counsel Um, which is right judgment that is the ability to receive and give good advice it helps us in our practical life situations and allows for maturity with christ it can take place in confession as good as god tells what's wrong and what's right and evil and good um we grow when we ask for help so the gift of counsel that is something that um the holy that the enemy tries to um, counter that with isolation and pride and thinking that we can do things ourself and not asking for help. That's how he counterfeits that. But the Holy Spirit, he fights that with telling you to seek help, seek counsel, wise counsel, counsel that you know is giving you good wisdom. There's a difference in James. Yeah, I think it's in James 3. Yeah, I think that's where he at the end or maybe it's James 4 at the end i think it's james three um where he tells the difference between there's two types of judgment and there's a good judgment and there's a bad judgment and so you can't go to and well there's good wisdom and and bad wisdom and you with that judgment the gift of judgment is able to discern if that's good judgment or bad judgment i mean good wisdom or bad wisdom and we need that judgment if we don't have that judgment we're just doing things the way the world wants us to and the way the world tells us to and we're not really actively seeking God if we don't have right wise counsel we need our elders they're constantly I love my leaders I love 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 my leaders I tend to be a teacher pet to my leaders because they are wise they are good at judgment they're good at counsel they're good at their they I mean they're They're grow. They went through the things that we went through, and they're able to tell. They're able to get through it, and even though they're still struggling in some areas in their life, they still have so much to teach, and they're so good. And so yeah, so you can find that in Psalms 32 verse eight. So um, number four is fortitude, which is courage. This gift it helps us face trials and danger with the courage in our. A Christian life; it helps us stay on track despite disappointments and fallbacks. We resist money, power, self-centeredness, and self-righteousness. You can find this in Second Corinthians, first, I mean, chapter four, verse eight through twelve. So fortitude, the gift of fortitude, is like obviously against it's the courage, but it's it's how we're able to look at all the messy parts of life that everybody goes through and not be crippled by it like most people do we have with this gift we're able to just find you know the lesson the joy the goodness it's able to it produces when we sit here and we pay attention to the wisdom and understanding and we do count and we use our counts um uh, the counsel um with you know the right judgment of the holy spirit it allows us to understand all you know get all these things and able to build the fortitude and have the courage to um keep going instead of just believing that this moment is our life rather than just understanding it's just a fraction of what's to come um number five is knowledge a deep trust and sureness about the lord it's knowing the truths of christian revelation it produces a deeper trust in god's word and um this is produced in daily studying of scripture in a church teaching in church in church teachings help you wait what daily scripture daily studying of scripture and church teachings help you with growing this gift (laughs) sorry guys um also, I put in um, in parentheses, parentheses, read the book of Proverbs if you really want to understand how important wisdom and knowledge is. Um, but yeah, the gift, the fifth gift is, is knowledge, and it does bring that deep trust and sureness of God when you really have like not just that worldly knowledge but that god knowledge like there is nobody that can sit here and 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 tell you differently about your god there is no one that can shake you from your faith when you know your god that is why it's so important to know his teachings and to know the word and to know tradition because these are all collected all collectively these things really root with your faith and help you build on your faith and help you understand Jesus more and not allow and it kinda of builds this wall, this guard of not allowing the world to come in and corrupt you. Knowledge is very much the key, um, to helping you become more aware of the enemy's tactics, you know? Um, you can find this in Proverbs chapter eighteen, verse fifteen. You could find this. Ooh, this is the hard one. I don't know how to pronounce. Ooh, see, this is why I love when I have my phone right beside me because now when I embarrassingly struggle with the words, which is like every two sentences um, or two words, as I just did right now, um, I can just get my phone and just bring it out. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 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 (laughs) um chapter 7 verse 12 um and that is like showing good judgment so the sixth gift i know i'm kind of going fast and i apologize it's just because i'm really am being honest with you guys when i say we have a lot to go over because again we have another section and that section is a long section so yeah uh number uh the sixth gift is piety which is love in romans 8 15 it's um quote unquote spirit of adoption um it produces in us a loving um a love towards our father it leads us Um, to a true image of our father as merciful faithful abounding in steadfast love slow to anger but also firm and just it helps us to see god's holiness reflected in other people and to love them with this piety it just comes with i hope i'm pronouncing that right with this love it just becomes the you know, it should be the root of everything that you're doing. You should never be doing this because of fear. You should never be doing this because you think it's right. You should never be doing this just because. You should be doing all this and getting close with God and stemming your faith. It shouldn't be because of anyone else. It should only be because you love God and you desire God and you just know this God is a good, good God and even though sometimes I just can't feel it and see it I believe it in the mighty name of Jesus and when you have that love and it roots in it it's the root of all the things that you do again it is unshakable no one can tell you differently I have many and many 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 instances where I should have abandoned God because of the things that were happening in my life that I felt if I was if I was a, if I wasn't aware of how um, self-sabotaging I am, um, I would have walked away from him because I would have felt like he is not listening to me. He's not there. He keeps making the worst things happen to me. He doesn't I would feel like he just doesn't give me the benefit of the doubt. and but I just knew always deep in my heart that he was a god of love and I just love him so much to point where i'm even wanting to cry thinking about my love for him because i don't want anything else but him i don't want nothing else but him even why i'm talking to you is because of my love for him and it's everybody deserves to feel this loved by god and to love god this much and that doesn't mean that i'm perfect that doesn't mean that i'm like i show that love all the time in my actions i'm a working process but my heart is in love with christ and there is nobody in this world that will ever ever take that love away from me because it is rooted in there it has been rooted in there since from what i can remember the age of six probably since i was born and so that is that gift that That gift of feeling that love for him is from the Holy Spirit because we're selfish. We're all about ourselves. We don't care about anything most of the time but ourselves. But when you have the gift of the Holy Spirit, when the gift of love, the love for God, you no longer care about yourself, which is the ultimate gift because yes, we're important, duh. We're the image of God, but there's just something about. Just focusing too much on ourselves that's just mm, what's the word exhausting? <laughs> okay. And you can again find that in Psalms Psalm 4, chapter 4, verse 3, or in Hebrews verse 5 through 7. The seventh gift, the final gift, is fear of the Lord. This is an attitude of respect in awe in the presence of god it is not an actual feeling of fear but the fear of not offending god is a manifestation of our respect for who god is it helps respect all life as a reflection of god's life fear of the lord means to help overcome sin in our lives it it's to pray be thankful and respect god's name So, whenever, whenever, I don't, I think there's, like, a phrase where I, like, I'll put the fear of God in you. And it's, like, huh? Because if you're, you're, that's not how you use that. That's, you should never feel scared, like, and I mean, like, scared in the sense where you're just, like, oh, my gosh, is God going to do this? Oh, my gosh, is God going to do that? Oh, my gosh. You know, like, just, like, we're just constantly worrying about if God's going to, like, punish you that should never ever ever that's not what fear of the lord means fear of the lord again is that respect that deep love for him that you know he's told you in the word what is to be done and what he expects of us you know we are to follow that you respect it's like you know when you're when think about your parents when you are raised by parents who you know give you discipline that you know demand you know that tells you you need to respect your elders that give you those roots those morals when they discipline you or when oh they have these set of rules right in their house you're not to do this you're not to do that you're not to do this this is how you do this don't be like this. you know like they they you have an order you should have a structure in the home of how to be when you you love your parents so much you do not want to disrespect that their orders and their and their rules because you know they're your parents you love them you respect them like they deserve they deserve you know your obedience and so that is correlates to the fear of the lord and so that's how it should be it should never just be this trembling actual fear because fear he tells us 365 times in the bible do not fear why would we then why would he then tell us to fear him that does not make sense that does not correlate with his word that fear is that respect that respect that i will not i will not do what you don't want me to do it's that it's that respect that gets us from getting away from sin because like we know he told us not to do that we know that that's wrong therefore we're going to push ourselves to the fullest extent not to keep indulging into that um and that all stems from the respect of him the the love of him which can sometimes again um it says but the fear of offending him is a manifestation of our respect so it's only ever the fear of offending him it's not the fear of because he's like a fearful god that he's a scary god he's a god of love like i said he's not a god of fear um you can find that in psalms chapter um 111 verse 10 or in <laughs> Not that word again. Eco. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. <laughs> Almost. Uh, chapter 12, verse 13. So that section again was the um, God's gifts that are to us. And those were seven gifts given all by the Holy Spirit. That's why we must stay close to the holy spirit that's why we must always consistently ask for the holy spirit to enter into us and to take over and to resist the flesh and to become more in tune with the spirit because look at those wonderful gifts that gift of wisdom that gift of understanding that gift of counsel that gift of that gift of fortitude that gift of knowledge that gift of piety that gift of fear of the lord like those are things that That make us, you know, that those are our building things. Those are kind of like the parts of the armor of God, you know. Those all are the ways to build our relationship and grow as connected with Him. We must always be with the Holy Spirit at all times, and He only comes when we ask Him to. He doesn't just appear. He's not. He's not private in your way. He's just. He's a gentleman. God's a gentleman. He doesn't ever force Himself on you and he will never do that even if it means you're gonna go to hell he still is not going to force himself on you he's going to respect you enough to say hey you said you didn't want me you said you didn't believe in me you said you know you said you didn't want a relationship with me and i respect that so here's that place and yeah it's not there's not a paradise being without me. I let you know that. I let you know I was your source. I let you know I was your life. I let you know this is the way to eternal life. You said no, and I respect that. I'm not mad about. I'm 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 hurt about that. I'm broken about that. Yes, there is some anger because I know what's best for you because I'm God, but I respect you and I love you. And I and you told me you don't want a relationship with me. Okay, I got you. Here's here's that here's that which is hell which is death which is the enemy taking over because right now he has his hands on us even if you don't believe in him in this moment he still has his hands on you but the moment you pass away he can't have his hands on you no more because you had your judgment and your judgment was to choose not to believe in him he said okay here here is that that's not if it's a punishment yes because it's hell But it's not a punishment that's rooted in, like, ha, 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 told ya. Like, you know, like, pride. He's not prideful. It's just the consequence. And we don't want to face consequences, but we got to. So, yeah. Hell has been painted out to be, like, oh, you know, it's where God, anytime God's mad, like, you're getting sent to hell. Nope, that's not the case because he's mad probably a lot, and yet here we are. Getting chances to go to heaven all the time. It's just, do you want it? Do you want to? Okay. So, the second section of this is going to be God's gifts that are in us. And within this section, I have it broken down into two. sections there is the charismatic gifts and there is the motivational gifts so this is where i told you it is long um but i'm going to try my best to talk um fast and to the best of my ability and yeah and not ramble too much um i hope you're enjoying and i hope you're taking notes because this is important stuff this is the gifts god has given us that are in us okay so we're first going to go over the charismatic gifts the charismatic gifts are stated in first corinthians uh, chapter 12 verse 7 these are the gifts that are super that are supernatural abilities bestowed upon individuals by the holy spirit they are not natural abilities they are for common good of his holy church and not to be used to promote the person okay so these gifts are not natural gifts they are gifts given uh their supernatural abilities um bestowed upon an individual by the holy spirit they are to promote common good for his church not to promote good of the person i mean not to promote the person okay so the first um set for this part is they have it broken down in gifts of insight or revelation They gifts of communication and utterance um gifts of uh dynamic dynamic and power and yeah they have it broken down in those three so that's how we're gonna go so through the so we're gonna first go through gifts of insights or revelation and this is number one expression of knowledge. This is different than what we just went through with the um expressing like it's different from like the knowledge that we got, like I said, from the gifts of the Holy Spirit. This is different also than expressing knowledge that you know and studied. This is a super supernaturally um imparted word. It starts with knowing God personally through Jesus. Jesus and his disciples had this experience. You can read that in John chapter four, seventeen through twenty one, and also Acts chapter five, one through nine. So this is it's a supernatural ability to know something that you didn't you shouldn't particularly know because you did not study any of this stuff. You didn't like know beforehand, you didn't have to do anything. It just was like, Whoa, it's here. And it's because the Holy Spirit needed to use you in that moment to speak out what needed to be spoken the second in this category is expression of wisdom it is not to get confused with the gift we receive through the holy spirit that is a lifelong gift and it increases in us as we submit to those who entrust us um, on our spiritual journey but this is a word of wisdom quote-unquote word of wisdom it's a supernatural revolution of god's timing and method of ministry in a given situation it illuminates and explains a given revelation such as a word of knowledge discernment of spirit or communication of revealed prophecy again this is a word of wisdom is a supernatural revelation of god's timing and method of ministry in a given situation so any so any of these charismatic gifts that are expressed these are for a specific purpose in a specific time and place they are not something it's not like the gifts of the holy spirit where those things are always with us when we ask for the holy spirit we are immediately like he said like it said that um it's poured out in the fullness of baptism it's given to us freely so we can uh, fulfill god's given purpose with these charismatic gifts these are given for a specific purpose in the moment so they're not something to be like they stay with you forever like no they just they serve a purpose and then it's gone you know so like with the expression of knowledge with the expression of wisdom like it's this wisdom that is sudden that you were like that it's supernatural and it comes and again it's not something that is like that comes from like anything that you can comprehend when you can like tag ways of how you know this knowledge or or can be able to say this wisdom it's most likely not the gift that they're explaining right in this right here and then there's three the discernment of spirit it's a supernatural gift of revelation given for a specific situation this revelation can come through a vision a sense a specific word um, similar to the word of knowledge it is not a natural ability to elevate situations it is not everyday discernment used for making decisions nor is it an insight into human nature that one might naturally possess or it's not an expert ability to suspect something wrong in the motives of others it's the supernatural ability to recognize whether a person or situation is being motivated by the Holy Spirit their human nature or um, by evil again it's a supernatural ability to recognize whether a person or situation is being motivated motivated by the Holy Spirit their human nature or or evil or maybe a combination of all three it's important for those who have been involved in drugs um pyramid pre pre-medal pre it's when you have sex before marriage oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm so bad um yeah so it the reason why this gift is important is because for those who are involved in drugs sex before marriage witchcraft witchcraft or other um grave sins when we seek to change when they seek to change their lives so we need this gift for those people who have dealt with really worldly things when they come in the church those things don't just immediately go away sometimes those things need to be casted out and that is where the gift of discernment of spirits can come comes in and helps um it's important to pray for this when we are listening to teachings prophecies um read christian articles and books and watch christian movies videos etc it comes out during prayer and healing and ministry so this this um this uh gift again is to be seeked out in all that we're really digesting into our minds anything that is we we've like we're exposing to our eye to you know that opens the oh op- that's the door to our minds um we must pray for this pray for this gift always in those moments it's helped me a lot especially in church um i definitely have had the gift of discernment whenever i was like oh this ain't god you are not talking about my God. You were expressing your opinion. And there's a difference. Sometimes they're like, oh, I'm just feeling the need to just da-da-da-da-da. i am like, mmm. Or they just, they blame that on the Holy Spirit. They said that's the Holy Spirit. Oh, I, the Holy Spirit is just telling me to just say this. And it's like, are they? Or are you just really passionate about what you're saying right now that you need, you feel the need to keep going? That doesn't necessarily have to be the Holy Spirit doing that, though. That could just you be feeling the need to express your opinion um but yeah but sometimes that feels when you see the person really passionate and it feels see the person so confident that they're claiming it's the holy spirit it's if you're not if you don't have the gift of discerning the spirit discerning um that you might believe that it is the holy spirit and so it's really 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 important to really pray on this gift for even within the christian community not just within the world um but yeah so now we're going to go into the gifts of communication and utterance the first one is tongues um it's, it's a spontaneous inspired utterance by the holy spirit prompting it's um it's to speak sing or sorry to speak sing pray in tongues a believer must allow the indwelling spirit to guide and form the words they are uttering it can be earthly or a heavenly language dead or a live language or one of the countless uh, dialects it brings deliverance inspiration refreshment revival wisdom and victory to spiritual warfare praying in tongues is a permanent gift in which um in which you are educated the holy spirit prays within you according to romans chapter 8 verse 26 um so there's a difference there's praying in tongues and speaking in tongues so as we just uh, said praying in tongues is a permanent gift in which you are ed- educated but speaking in tongues is when you minister to the community to the community by anointed utterance and the primary difference between the two, um, praying in tongues, is to praise God, and the gift in tongues, the gift of tongues, is also to praise God, but it has a goal. Um, it's uh, the release of interpretation or speaking God's message. We humble ourselves in our relationship with the Lord so as to yield to the Holy Spirit within us in order to quote-unquote babble in a quote-unquote strange language then we open ourselves so much to surrender to other gifts for the good of the church so that was kind of like explaining like when we allow ourselves to humble ourselves enough to let him to speak through us and allow ourselves to look like a fool and be judged um then we can open ourselves up to surrender ourselves to the other things that God has in store for us in his church and again there's tongues there's praying in tongues and there's speaking in tongues i hear a lot especially within our protestant brothers and sisters that say oh i was speaking in tongues i spoke in tongues no you're and but in the moment they're really praying in tongues and so there's a difference when you're speaking in tongues it's for a specific purpose and speaking in tongues also is always to have It has an interpret, like there's an interpretation of it right afterwards or not right afterwards, but there's somebody who can understand what they're speaking in tongues because God has something to say to everyone. Now, when you're praying in tongues, that is a permanent gift within you and that's not always going to... um, be discerned like not everybody's able going to be able to interpret you praying in tongues because again that's a permanent gift but when speaking in tongues that is always to have an interpreter so someone always is going to understand that whether that's that's a person or multiple there is always someone that's going to be able to interpret you speaking in tongues okay that goes to the second gift i guess um the interpretations of tongues a prophetic message in response to god's signal of speaking in tongues not again not praying if someone speaks in tongues there has to be an interpretation it can be the it can be this uh speaker who oh sorry it can be the speaking in tongues by a phrase or word that comes from the individual, or it can be someone else in the group, as if they were speaking to them directly. So it can be the person that who's speaking the tongues, and they can ha- they can be the ones to interpret it, or it can be um, from another individual in those in the group leaders must make sure that there is complete silence until time has been allowed for interpretation we should wait pray and trust on the lord um as we wait uh so we for the uh pray for the sorry let me read that again (laughs) we should wait pray and trust on the lord we should also be praying for the interpreter and ask for it to come ask for uh, it to come forth like the interpretation to come forth um, the interpretation may come in various ways similar to the length of tongues or shorter um, it could be longer words a vision a sense inspired thought or a symbol and in that moment sorry there's a airplane going by you must be willing to completely trust in God so again in this interpretation if there's somebody who spoke speaking in tongues there's always going to be someone to interpret it whether it's the person or or someone in the group and within this there should be silence when um when someone speaks in tongues so that the room so that the people so that the holy spirit can move and do its part because our thoughts our actions can kind of mess it up and get us out of focus there doesn't need to be any of that there just needs to be prayer and trust and in quietness um so yeah and then the third one is prophecy this is a supernatural communication from god to an individual or group of believer, believers <laughs> i said believers oh my goodness <laughs> sorry <laughs> a supernatural communication from god to an individual or a group of believers it's in anointing given to given um at the holy spirit's will to anyone open to bringing forth a gift in love to their brothers and sisters in christ to promote spiritual growth and develop um development of the body of believers it's encouraged it encourages sometimes comes as warnings it builds up it consoles it draws us closer to god and worship it brings joy freedom peace tranquility and a willingness to give all to the lord and it guides us in our daily walk um this can be through a vision words thoughts or a physical sensation to alert us to listen a person yielding to this gift must listen and expect god to speak and always yield to authority in order um and order of the advent and yield the body for discernment not an ability given at will, but a definite message given at a particular time by the Spirit for a purpose. Again, these are not something that you just, you're going to, oh, I prophesized this today. Oh, I'm prophesizing this today. No. No, 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 no. This is for a specific purpose, for a specific reason, in a specific moment. Um, and it doesn't make you a prophet. A prophet is like consistent this is just a prophecy that god the holy spirit said you i need you to i need you to speak in this moment and you have you have you have the open door for me so i'm letting you speak what i need to be spoken in this moment and then he goes and shuts that door when he leaves because only he should be able to open that door um but it's but a prophet is always they're having a like a prophecy consistently you know they're prophesizing consistently they're having these um gods using them consistently okay so now we're gonna do the gifts okay this is not as long as i thought yes i hope i hope because i'm um i hope because like just because i'm speaking fast it's not like not helping you guys like understand it more if you guys have any questions about these things, please, 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 please contact me on my Facebook, on my Insta, or on my YouTube. And talk to me. Ask me questions. If this doesn't make sense, ask it. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. Don't. There no, There is no dumb questions. And all that information on my podcast. I mean, my Facebook, my Instagram, and my YouTube is all the Mind podcast. So if you have any questions please give me a hollow <laughs> okay um okay gifts of dynamic and power so the first one is faith so this is a supernatural outpouring and anointing of the holy spirit which enables us to confidently believe without a doubt that what is spoken or undertaken in jesus name will be accomplished the this faith is entrusting oneself wholly to God and to believe absolutely and completely what he reveals this faith will move mountains it brings healing and miracles it's given spontaneously and lasts long enough for God's purpose of the moment to be accomplished this is not historical or intellect uh, intellectual faith which it which has not made a connection with the real power of jesus and doesn't produce fruit according to james uh chapter 2 verse 18 through 19 this is not temporal faith which has no root because the heart and mind have remained hard and the individual has not fully surrendered to jesus you can find that in matthew uh chapter 13 verse 18 through 23 um this is not saving or justifying faith which is um the it's the basic trust in god for salvation it involves submission of our will to the lord jesus the lordship of jesus which is in romans chapter five verse one through twelve it's also not faith in god which is the belief in the nature and essence of god and his everlasting love it's not a uh, faith as a fruit um as a fruit of spirit, faithfulness to God, regardless of circumstances, but not connected to ministry gifts, which is in Galatians, um, like, it's not the fruit of the spirit. Sorry, I don't think that made sense that way I read it. This is not the faith as the fruit of the spirit, which is, um, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, there's faithfulness. It's not that, um, which is, again... That that gift is the faithfulness is uh, faithfulness in God, regardless of circumstance. But um, that one's not connected to ministry gifts like this one um, that I'm about to go over, which is given to help us use our motivational gifts, um, which which is said in Romans chapter 12, verse two, chapter three, chapter eight. I mean, wait, what? Romans chapter 12, verse two, verse eight whoa that was way too much and i apologize for that but anyways um so as i just like those are not it's not historical it's not temp the temporary faith it's not that saving and justifying faith it's not even the faith in god it's not even the faith of the fruit of the spirits it's not even ministry faith this faith is something that is absolutely supernatural that we cannot comprehend it so new truly a hundred percent there is no human nature coming in it is just Fully the spirit and the faith in that spirit and just really complete surrendering, complete trust, complete obedience, complete openness, complete soberness. Like that is this faith, this faith that will move mountains, the faith that he talked about. This is that faith, that supernatural faith. Remember, it says this faith um, moves mountains, but it and it brings healings. In miracles, it's given spontaneously and lasts long enough for God's purpose um, of the moment to be accomplished. So it's not just having faith in God like how we do continuously. It's this faith that he's going to heal. It's, it's this faith that he's going to perform this miracle. And there is no doubt in your mind, no doubt when you speak it, when you say that. That is this faith. Um number two divine healing this is a supernatural outpouring outpourings of god's power which results in the healing of sickness and disease without the use of medical means the sickness um, can be in the body soul and spirit jesus used many different methods of healing like laying on the hands casting out demons spitting and making mud then applying it proclaiming healing um, from a distance but we should all know with on the with any of the healing that we should that we do with this gift is we should know that Jesus is the healer. It's not us. Jesus is the healer. Um it's used to build up, encourage, strengthen, make or new sorry, make new or um whole of the individual group for the glory of God and blessings of his people. Um, It can be physical, psychological, emotional, spiritual, or relational. It's the discernment of all circumstances of the divine gift of healing. Oh, sorry. Discernment of all circumstances of the divine gift of healing is necessary. Uh, You should be committed to receiving continuous teaching, deep prayer, uh, use of sacraments, open to other manifestations of the charismatic gifts if you shall want if you are if you have this gift of healing you should always be committed to those things um because they obviously when you're in prayer when you're um continuously being taught when you're continuously flooding yourself with the sacraments you're always being indulged and connected to god and with that gift of healing you definitely need to make sure that you're with god with that because it can be may be interpreted wrong if you do it in the worldly sense of going about healing um number three miraculous powers miracle miracles are interventions into the course of events which seems to contradict the so-called laws of nature through the working of miracles the holy spirit manifests the power of god to produce works which go beyond the natural water to wine multiplications of loaves and fishes healing beyond the ordinary like healing the wither hand um which is in luke 6 verse 6 through 10 jesus was the king of miracles he always performed miracles that's how he was like that's to me like the it's what he shows us the physical when we want it like when if you ever wish to like wow in that moment, I feel like if they were ever to ask. Um, give me a moment, please. What is faith? I want to see faith for myself. Performing miracles is that faith. Is that in action? Like, is that in the physical sense, if that makes sense? Miracles are that. It's like, whoa. Whoa. And so when you have that gift of performing miracles, you are in tune as well with that faith, with that trust, with that obedience. Um, it's to encourage, strengthen, and support the faith of um, His people and correct a given situation. It always happens insta- um, instantaneously. Um, and it's a much more powerful of God's uh, spirit and presence in action. The gift of faith correlates as one speaks the word of command in Jesus' name, without doubt and with full certitude, in expectation of faith. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> um, that one, I really don't know how to explain, like fully, and like go into more, like, go into more on my own personal level, because I've never. I mean, there is like obviously the miracles like that we go through every day. I mean, we are a walking miracle. But like actually, like seeing like someone be healed like in front of me, I've never saw that. I would, God, please help me see that because that would be absolutely wonderful. But I truly haven't seen that. But they're but knowing again, this stuff is supposed to teach you to when you do, you might have never seen any of these gifts before. But it's to show you, to tell you what they are, and to if you do when you do see them, if you do see them, whether to know if it's a bunch of nonsense or if it's truly god working um oh wow so yeah that was like that was the charismatic gifts so that was the expression of knowledge the expression of wisdom the discernment of spirits tongues interpretation of tongues um that was prophecy that was faith that was divine healing and that was miraculous powers so those again are supernatural abilities bestowed upon individuals by the holy spirit they are not natural abilities they are for the common good of his church and not to be used to promote the person so next we're going to talk about the motivational gifts which are stated in romans 12 verse 6 through 8 these gifts are given to us when god formed us in the womb so we could help contribute to our society to our society and bring glory to him they help us to develop our character personality and our calling we are the vehicles the lord uses for our outpouring sorry we are the vehicles the lord uses for outpourings of his blessings upon his people we are the gift barriers but we do not possess them we must function in humility willingness to take risk trust in god and love our family in Christ so the there is seven of these motivational gifts and again these gifts are to help us with ministry to help us they're given to us in the womb and they're to bless his people and again we don't possess them we're just gift barriers so the first one is prophecy which is perceiver it's a person who clearly perceives the will of God it's not a prophet, a role which is a role due to the anointing of the Lord and testing of the body over a period of time. Um, it would be a strong um, intercessor. Um, will have they will have great faith that God answers um, their prayer. You can find this in Second Peter, Second Peter, verse, chapter one, verse twenty one first corinthians chapter thir- 13 verse 2 and first john chapter 4 verse 1 the pro- for prophecy is a person who clearly perceives the will of god who just clearly perceives the will of god number two is ministry which is a server or a doer it's a person who loves to serve god's people and displays Hospi- uh, spa- hospitality you could find that in hebrews 13 17 and first theologians theologians chapter 5 12 through 13 a ministry ooh. but it's ministry is where you are so ministry is not some platform ministry is not some like specific thing it is where you are. You should be ministering to your people, ministering which is serving your people, talking to your people, spreading out the gospel, spreading out your teachings. That is ministry. Ministry first starts with your family and then your friends and your neighbors and then the and then it then he can trust you with the multitude, you know. But it must start with the people close to you. Oh, my dogs are barking. Um number three teacher a person who loves to research and communicate truth a person of faith who leads others to grasp and hold on to the truth you can find this in first timothy 6 uh, 2 luke six forty, and psalms 119 verse 99 so a teacher is a preacher really um we know we i mean i i guess i would consider myself with this gift like a, to spread his, like to spread his, um, m- when it comes to my ministry's gift, sorry, um, I would definitely be a teacher, um, because I love, love to do research. I mean, I'm doing the research for you and then talking about it with you most of the time on these episodes. And I love to communicate it with you guys and I love to teach it. And so, I think for me personally, this is a gift that I truly, um, and a gift barrier for it for the lord um and number four extortor the one who moves others to achieve and accomplish and be what god calls them to be sorry let me read that again the one who moves others to achieve accomplish and be what god calls them to be and do you can find that in first uh theologians chapter four through one first timothy four through 12 and acts 11 um verse 23 um this one reminds me a lot of my brother i'll be honest with you i feel like he's very much going to be an extorter, the one a person who really does help his people accomplish goals i feel like that's really a calling of his and if that's something of you if you're if you're always feeling this just need if you're always just somebody who just wants to push people to help them get through these things you're definitely, this is probably a gift that God has given you for his ministry. Number five, contributor, which is a giver. A person of faith who knows God supplies every need and willing to put themselves in their resources at the service of others. You can find this in Romans 12, 13 and 1 John 3, uh, verses 16 through 18. I think this too is a gift of mine that I am a gift barrier for for the Lord Is a contributor. I love To give my time, because I don't really necessarily have the money. I don't really necessarily have, you know, like certain like physical things to give them. But I have my time though, and I love to give my time to the people who really truly need me. I I do admit that I have allowed the enemy at times to come in and isolate me from that, and um, and not and give my time to myself rather than to his people but recently I've been doing better at that and I just really forgot how much I really loved giving my time and serving his people and and doing what is needed for him and just if I have it I'll give it to you I'll never withhold it from you um but yeah and then there's uh, six a minister a reader one who loves to organize lead i think i meant to put leader and i put reader <laughs> so a minister which is leader not reader um, one who loves to organize lead or direct knowing by faith that any project can be accomplished by bringing together the highest the right people to do it you can find this in 1st timothy chapter 1 verse 3 through 4 and acts chapter 6 verse 1 through 7 um one of the leaders at the old church i was going to they were really good examples of this they really did love to organize until especially um renee she loved to lead direct and like and, i mean not uh G, uh gerald he loved to direct as well and lead definitely he's leader but her in the sense of organized she loved to organize she loved to do those things she really set up when she when she had a plan and had something to set up for his people meaning god's people oh she went all out for god's people and she just you could just tell it was just who she like she was in her home in that moment when she was just doing these things and organizing and planning and and just bringing you know his people together it was i just loved watching her work um and, yeah, she definitely knew when you brought the right people together, you can accomplish anything. And they And Gerald did as well. And so, um, yeah, they definitely had that gift. I'm just sorry. I know I'm kind of rambling with that, but with, like, in between. But maybe that can help you because I really don't know how to explain these gifts in, like, more detail. But I know people who have these gifts. So maybe that helps. That can help you, like, understand these gifts because we all get we all have these gifts. You all we all have the gift we all have the gift of prophecy, ministry, teaching, um, to be an extorator, to be a contributor, to be a an minister. And then the last one, the one who shows mercy. We again got these gifts from the womb. They are to help minister, they're to help bring out, um bring his king you know, to build his kingdom and to spread his kingdom out and what we're supposed to do whenever we're in his kingdom if that makes sense. Um Severn, the one who shows mercy which is compassion, one who readily recognizes the pain of people's experiences and reaches out to bring healing, love be, to bring healing and love into action as a person of faith helping others to work together in love. You can find this in Colossians chapter 3 verse 13 and matthew chapter 5 through 7 sorry no chapter matthew chapter 5 verse 7 um yeah so the one who shows mercy we all definitely when it comes to bringing his people into his kingdom we we need the gift of to show mercy despite of all all of what the person has indulged into prior than prior to giving their life to jesus or maybe in the midst of giving themselves to jesus because becoming a christian doesn't make you um immediately stop doing worldly things um it just makes you a little bit more aware of the sacredity of doing of not doing those things and doing those things but it doesn't necessarily stop us from doing it No, you know many christians who believe in jesus and love jesus but yet are very worldly um but we're a working process because we believe in jesus which is the hope and the goodness about it all but yeah so that was those that was a lot i know it was a lot and i know i kind of read it too fast and i probably didn't explain them in the best way possible this article was absolutely amazing and i tried it they had a lot more in the article that i tried my best to just take out take in like the the most important things that so i didn't read like the whole entire article to you guys you know but yeah there's that there is the god there you were called like the title says you are called to do something i just gave you a whole bunch of things that prove to you that you are you are bound to do something for him you are not here for no reason you were here to serve and to be a gift barrier and he has a purpose for that and so are you going to be willing to use that or are you just going to waste them away which one which one um but you are called though they you are not someone that he's like oh they're too weak they can't handle this he knows you he knows you're so capable. He knows your potential. He knows you better, way better than you know yourself. And trust me, he sees something in you and he knows you are supposed to be doing something. and are you and how you discern that and how you 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 get him to communicate that with you is through connecting by the Holy Spirit is through prayer and maybe fasting um through the word and through serving his church and finding a home church which we will also be discussing in the next series as well so that you can be able to take the steps to do that if you haven't um but yeah again i hope this wasn't boring that's really my biggest fear with this episode is that it was boring (laughs) i know that is kind of silly to say but it's the truth Also read first, I didn't go check ahead of time. Never mind, I won't tell you to do that because I don't know this exact scripture and I don't want to give you wrong scripture ever. So yeah, so today's question for this video is, what gifts reminded you of you? What gifts reminded you of you? What gifts did you say? Hmm, like when I was reading that, ministry, teaching, um, being a contributor, and even being a, a minister, those really related to me. Even one sh- who shows compat- who shows mercy, a lot of these gifts actually I felt like I resonated with. But the main one I feel like was teacher. And so, what was yours? And I'm, I answered that today because, yeah, I just decided to answer it on the, the podcast rather than on the comments. Because I completely forgot how to do that. Anyways, um, and then the assignment is create a goal to use your gifts. God has given you maybe to serve at your church or um maybe to just spread some whether if you think it's just ministry whether what whatever it may be after what all we just went through what is just one goal you you can to nurture that gift to help whether that's either either like actually doing the gift or or that's just watering the gift or what, what 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 can you do what goal can you set to help that there's something whether that's small or big doesn't have to be crazy that you can do to help that and so what is it it's that one little goal one goal um yeah so let's do let's end in a prayer and then we are done and i just thank you again for joining me guys for this and for being open for me to help you and teach you and guide you in the best way that i can and i hope again that if you did have any questions and if i did just push through something that was like wait that it makes sense please please go further please contact me i am i promise you i will give you the answers i will not just give you like a "Mm, actually i don't know i will do my part and help you again i am a teacher at heart and so i just love to do that and so you're not bothering me if you do decide to contact me anytime anytime um so yeah let's pray in the name of the father son and the holy spirit Hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed are thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen thank you father thank you father for bringing us here today thank you father for allowing me to get through this video or this episode way better than expected Thank you, Father, for proving me wrong. You know I love to be humbled, and so I thank you, Father, for that. I thank you, Father, for the gift of this person. I pray that they may truly be able to take this time ahead to truly discern, to truly go over, to really, truly pray about the gifts that you have given us to give in them to spread the word, to spread the gospel, to help your people, to help your kingdom, because you have that purpose in them. You, you we all know this, and so we are not going to be blind to the fact that maybe we haven't been really, truly caring about those gifts, or caring to give them, or spread them, or caring to even nurture them. But we ask you, Father, in this time, to help us. To help us, get away from the enemy's tactics and pressure to keep us from really truly getting to know these gifts and using these gifts father because he knows that all he has to do is pressure us a little bit and if we just get sidetracked then we will forget all that what's supposed to be done for your kingdom and so i pray over us father i pray on a holy focus i pray over holy eyes a holy heart a holy mind holy spirit and i just thank you again for this time glory be to the father to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen thank you guys and see you next wednesday